The epistle for this 13th Sunday after Pentecost is taken from the letter of St. Paul to the Galatians. Brethren, to Abraham were the promises made, and to his seed. He saith not unto his seeds as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed, which is Christ. Now this I say, that the testament which was confirmed by God, the law which was made after 430 years, doth not this annul to make the promise of no effect. For if the inheritance be of the law, it is no more of promise. But God gave it to Abraham by promise. Why then was the law? It was set because of transgressions until the seed should come to whom he made the promise, being ordained by angels in the hand of the mediator. Now a mediator is not of one, but God is one. Was the law then against the promises of God? God forbid. For if there had been a law given which could give life, verily justice should have been by the law. But the scripture hath concluded all under sin, that the promise by the faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. And a continuation of the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. At that time, as Jesus was going to Jerusalem, he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee, and he entered into a certain town. There met him ten men that were lepers, who stood afar off and lifted up their voice, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Whom, when he saw, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were made clean. And one of them, when he saw that he was made clean, went back, and with a loud voice glorifying God, and he fell on his face before his feet, giving thanks. And this was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were not ten made clean? And where are the nine? There is no one found to return and give glory to God but this stranger. And he said to him, Arise, and go thy way, for thy faith hath made thee whole. Thus far the words of today's Holy Gospel. Please be seated. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. There's a scene in the Gospel today of lepers. And we usually don't know what leprosy is. It's something they just tell us about. Because leprosy is a disease that when people get, they are exiled from society. So we never really come in contact much with lepers. I came across one in uh, Mexico City once. He was in the farmer's market. He had this sheet in front of his face with a little eye hole cut out. And somehow I saw behind the sheet. It wasn't a very pretty sight. He didn't have much of his face left. And leprosy is one of the most filthy and disgusting diseases there is. It covers your body with boils that burst and stink, and eventually your body rots. And eventually you're going to die. It's going to kill you. But your body doesn't do you the honor of waiting until you die before it starts to corrupt. It starts corrupting while you're still alive. So leprosy is a terrible, a horrible, horrible disease. It's the most terrible image that the human eye can behold. And the reason why is because it's a corrupting human body. So, of course, 
we have bodies, and to see a body corrupting is one of the most disturbing sights. They also say about smell, the most um, disturbing smell there is, is the smell of a corrupting body, or one that is dead, a corpse. And the reason why is because we have bodies, and when you smell the same thing corrupting, it's the most disturbing smell. Same thing about leprosy. And the more beautiful a body was before it got leprosy, the worse the leprosy seems, because it's corrupting a good thing. And then there is that leprosy that the human eye cannot behold. And if it could, it would probably burn and deform your imaginations forever. That would be the leprosy of mortal sin. Physical leprosy deforms a body. It takes a wholesome and good and beautiful body and turns it it into a living corpse. Spiritual leprosy, or mortal sin, deforms the soul. And it turns this temple of the Holy Ghost into a chamber of Satan. Physical leprosy is a very contagious disease. So that's why we separate lepers from society so that they don't contaminate everybody else. And if you come in contact with lepers for extended periods of time, you end up catching leprosy yourself. Spiritual leprosy is also a contagious disease. Mortal sin is also a contagious disease. And that is why when we are around corrupt people, we get corrupted ourselves. Like the saying goes, tell me who your friend is, and I will tell you who you are. It's not possible to be a good and pious person and surround yourself with evil friends and stay pious and good for very long. They wear on you. They corrupt you. They make you like they are. Like Psalm 17 says, with the perverse, thou wilt be perverted. I'm sure you've all had the experience of waking up in the morning and doing your morning prayers and saying, Lord, I'm going to make the resolution today to try to be good. And then you get to work and the people at work start doing those jokes and using that language and talking in that way. And your resolutions are out the window by 9.15. And you're back to the way everybody else is at work. Or you parents who strive so hard to raise your children to love our Lord, to love God. And you send them off to school. And they come back and they're totally like their friends. They're totally corrupted. And you say to yourself, well, why did I spend years forming this child to love God and send them off to school? And he comes back like this. With the perverse, you will be perverted. Physical leprosy is a disgusting disease. And everybody who knows you disowns you. 
You become an outcast and separated from the world. Spiritual leprosy is also a disgusting disease, and, and that separates you from the companionship of God and of the saints and of the angels. The sinner does not become an outcast from this world, very much like a leper in a leper camp. But he certainly does become an outcast from the kingdom of heaven. That's what mortal sin will do to you. He makes God his enemy by killing the life of God in his soul. And he casts away the saints and the angels. And he circles himself with the demons who make a whirlpool of him and drag him into hell. Tempting him with this and tempting him that every side. The physical leper is unable to support himself. His countenance is so disgusting that it's hard for him to keep a job and it's hard for him to go to the store and buy food. He depends on people's charity. So also the spiritual leper is unable to support himself. He's unable to do good works and he's unable to get merit from those good works as long as he is in mortal sin. So if he scourges himself and he fasts and he gives away stuff to the poor and prays, it doesn't avail him anything until he gets rid of that mortal sin. He's left to the mercy of those who pray for him and who do penances for him. And he's left to the mercy of God to give him that grace to take him to the confessional. But until then, he cannot support himself. The physical leper awaits death, looks forward to death. And the reason why is because it's not very comfortable having your body corrupting while you're still alive. You want to get this over with. The spiritual leper is held to life by the string of his mortal body. And so he has death in his soul and the death of hell is hanging under his feet. And he is sustained there by the string of his mortal body. The moment he dies, the string is cut and he falls into the graveyard of hell. And any of you who have seen someone die, you know how easy it is for this engine to stop. There is no deplorable leprosy as deplorable as the leprosy of sin. There is no corruption like that corruption. Such a horrible state that our souls blind themselves. Our souls try to ignore the fact that they're in such a pitiable and terrible situation. And so we blind ourselves and we forget the fact that we're in mortal sin. And we live our lives and we don't care about getting the situation fixed in confession. We think we're okay. We think we're doing fine. We think we're the same today as we were yesterday. The truth is, if we could see 
how our souls really are. We'd either die of shock or get to confession as soon as possible. Like St. Bernard said, it's sin, it, to, to sin is human. To remain in sin is diabolical. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen.